comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. My name is Ichabod Crane. Welcome to the Ichapod Cranecast, the podcast that recaps each week's new episode of the Fox Television series Sleepy Hollow. I am Aaron, and with me is Brandon. Happy 2015, everybody. And Maxwell. Happy New Year and good tidings, all. Yes, Happy New Year's indeed. We are, we're back. And the, the show's back pretty quickly, too, right, guys? Yeah, I, I got a question. What, what's going on next week? I think next Monday? Is there anything? Uh, uh my... <laughs> I don't follow too many sports, Brandon, so I'm not sure if there's some kind of sporting, I think, sporting I looked, I looked event. Through, or well, if there's I looked a... through my thing, and I didn't, see, I didn't see anything on the network channels, sporting event, but like everything came back this week, which seemed really abrupt and early, and then is gone next week and comes back the 19th. Is there some kind of ceremony or an awards thing happening? Well, I don't know. We're doing this podcast now for this episode, so feel real happy, listeners, because we're here. Um, no, there's and Fox is just airing reruns next week. They're not airing anything different. Yeah, so I don't get that. But well, with that in mind, the show did come back. We, I, I, did, I really did think it was going to come back like in February or something like that. But here it is. Uh, well, it's not much of a mid-season finale if there's like just the holidays. That's just like typical scheduling. Yeah. But, so, yeah. There yeah. you go. With that in mind, Maxwell, what is this episode about? <clears throat> this episode was called Paradise Lost, in which Ichabod and Abby meet Orion, an angel who may be able to help them in the aftermath of their showdown with Moloch. Meanwhile, Katrina isn't quite ready to give up on Abraham. Yeah, so there's that. And um you have anything about the ratings on hand, Maxwell? Ooh, that's a very good question. I know Gotham came back pretty pretty strong. More viewers than when it left. People was catching up on it. All right, here we go. Okay. On Monday night at 9 o'clock, Sleepy Hollow was a little bit down from when we last saw it with a 1.6 and an 18 to 49 and 4.47 million viewers. That being said, our counterpart show, Gotham, had a smashing return with a 2.5. And I think that is the perfect lead-in for... Uh, Maxwell, I'm aware that you have not watched this week's Gotham as of yet, but Brandon and I, we are caught up, and so with that in mind, uh, what was this episode called, Brandon? You remember? It was like Ro- Rogues, Rogues, uh, Rogues, uh, Rogues Gallery. Gallery. Rogues Gallery. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, uh, picking up where things left off without spoiling too much, because <laughs> one of our co-hosts hasn't seen it all the way. Um, Jim is where Jim's he, new assignment. Jim uh, Gordon has a new assignment. He is where he is, and um, there's some looniness that happens. Um, we also get some stuff on the crime front with Penguin uh, asserting more authority than he should and uh, Fish's henchman Butch proving his own loyalties. All of that said, Brandon, what do you think of this week's Gotham? Uh, it was a bit rough. I felt like the, uh, some of the opening scenes were like repiloting a yeah. bit and over-introducing Leslie Tompkins. With, uh, the dialogue was just really awkward and maybe just too old school i i um i was enjoying marina backer and i, I, no, I, I enjoyed marina the... backer in it's good to see her she got 
it wasn't her fault that she got a little tiring on Homeland. It was just the the whole character of the Brody family was getting worn out. But um, I I enjoyed her as that. But I just the, the lines they were they were giving her and Gordon at the beginning were really rough. Yeah, but I was uh, I was enjoying that more in the one episode than all of everything with her with him and Barbara. Her I will say yeah, her and her and Jim Gordon have way more chemistry than him and Barbara Barbara. Um and yeah, I I I enjoyed that they they brought on Agnes DePesto from Moonlighting to play a character. <laughs> um I we had, we had characters from Moonlighting, The Wire, Firefly yes. and Hell on Wheels this week. <laughs> right. Yes. Um it was interesting. I, I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed a lot of the casting this week. Um, it was, and I enjoyed um, sort of the third act um, action where it went was craziness uh, and kind of spookiness. I enjoyed, um, but I mean overall, it's there's some rough spots. It's you know there's some still run, there's got, running in circles. I feel is the kind yeah, of way it, to look at it right now. Where it's, I mean, um, Donald Lowe got some good stuff when he went to visit Jim Gordon. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that, but, uh, it's still Gotham. That's, I mean, which is, yeah, it's kind of a warts and all kind of situation where you're taking it what it is. It's just because, I mean, once, I mean, we can get used to like what it really is rather than, I mean, I'm still kind of sitting on this expectation that I had for it where I wanted it to be a crime show and it's like anything but that. I just, you know, there, there is some crime elements to it, but it's, it's a lot more crazy than that. I don't know. And there's a lot of the... One of the things I feel like it just wants to be Batman stuff already, and it can't be. And it's uh, and there's some some weird connections. I don't I don't know. It's it may just because be because it's different and I'm not used to it. But like little Poison Ivy, little Catwoman hanging out and stuff. It's just really weird to me. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I reflect a lot of your same thoughts here. I mean, I'm I'm hoping it you know does more with what it does. I mean, I just, right. We need to see more. More of like the fish, like where that's going, as opposed to baby steps every week. And the Gordon stuff, I think, is interesting. I'm curious where that goes and how long he'll be in a certain position. But yeah, we'll see, I guess. The the showrunners say some crazy stuff is 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 going to unfold as we reach get, to, get towards the end of the season. Which so. makes sense. It's the second half of the season where you have a lot right. of setup has been done at this point, so you can really deliver on things. I just you know want to see it and want to see it be effective. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. Let's let's stop this. Let's go. Let's get out of here. <laughs> that was Gotham Corner. All right. Let's now let's move into the with this week's episode. Um, I'll just do a, a very quick recap of everything that happened, or as quick as I can. I'll just kind of go over the bullet points here. Um, we come back where we left off. Moloch has been stabbed in the face and defeated. Uh, Crane and uh, Abby and Katrina wake up in a Moloch hole, um, <laughs> trying to figure out oh, where where the where is Henry and Moloch whatever cut to six weeks later huge time time jump um ichabod is ichabod and abby they're basically just they're they're kind of hanging out still i guess ichabod's more concerned that there's still evil out there while abby's more or less content with like where things are at uh katrina's currently separated from ichabod who's she's living in the cabin and he's living in the in the archives where they are they just like patrolling one night they, they go patrolling one night like abby and ichabod and they find some random demons um they try to well they're trying to find where the apple came from I ah, think. Okay. That's right. Yeah, the bad apple. Yeah, because Ichabod's looking for evil anywhere, and so he's trying to find this. So he has like this whole kind of conspiracy theorist source chart of where things are happening. They attempt to find stuff. They find some evil demons. Then 
a man with wings swoops in. <laughs> Turns out to be an angel named Orion. <laughs> Only on Sleepy Hollow. Um, there's lots of discussion about um, whether or not Orion's good or bad. Eventually they decide, hey, we can all be friends for now. We can put down our weapons and whatnot. Uh, meanwhile, Katrina's hanging out with uh, Abraham, but, you know, keeping him prisoner. Um, I'm curious what that entails besides, like, hey, you're still here. But anyway, Katrina's, she wants to rid uh, Abraham of his his uh, sentence as the horseman, essentially. Uh, this leads to her having conversations with Ichabod. Uh, they get into a lot of fights about this, of whether or not they could really make this work, trust Abraham, do what they need to do, what have you. Abby's also very much against this whole idea. Meanwhile, Orion's around. He, we learned that Orion was had, what, he he and he faced off against the horsemen, but the horsemen managed to take him out, and that's why he went to purgatory. The whole purgatory thing, we established that after Moloch was dispatched of, supposedly, we'll see, I, I mean, he's dispatched of, a lot of other things also escape purgatory, so that kind of gives us somewhat of an arc for where the season can go from here. Eventually, we're not. Yeah, Orion wants to get, wants to wants to end a, the horseman, wants to end Abraham, and also kind of pass, judge the rest of the earth as as he sees fit. Ichabod and Abby are not down for this. Uh, we also have like Jenny and Holly are around, and they find out where the where things are happening. Katrina eventually lets it lets Abraham go in an effort to keep him safe for the time being. Lots of promises are being made. Lots of arguments are being had between everybody. <laughs> Actually, we get to this this ending fight area with uh, Orion and the horsemen facing off, and Ichabod and Abby side with Abraham in, in order to stop Orion from doing his thing. We also, we also get more arguments. With, there's a lot of arguments with Katrina and Ichabod and all of this. And, um, uh, what, let's see. They manage to defeat Orion. He flies off. <coughs> Abraham, Abraham sets off his own way, and Katrina still wants to work on things with the marriage between him and her and Ichabod. Lastly, we also get the surprise of Captain Irving coming back, um, very confused by where he is and looking all shabby. Okay, so that's chugging it. milk. Chugging milk. So, okay, that's all that. <laughs> Overall thoughts on this episode beforehand, uh, Maxwell? I didn't really like it that much, to yeah. be honest. <clears throat> it's getting harder and harder for me to sort of uh, connect with what the writers are doing. Uh, uh, that I, I am glad Irving is is still alive, and I think when we last spoke, that was sort of all of our general feelings. Yeah, that that would be the case. So it was nice to at least be proven right. But um, yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Um, I think I'm the only one of us that watches Supernatural, and I know I brought it up a couple of times because the the shows play in very similar sandboxes, and without you know lamenting too much the, the the premiere episode of season four of supernatural which was kind of a i don't know i don't want to say a repilot but sort of a, a refresher episode wherein the status quo of the show is completely shifted introduced angels into what had previously been an, an only demon show and i was for obviously obvious reasons uh, reminded very much of that and all I could kept thinking was how much worse Sleepy Hollow did it. When Orion sort of flew into that barn, I thought it was pretty laughable. And I was surprised because even in the episodes that I haven't liked, I always thought that the monsters and effects and design choices were good. And I just was not jiving with Orion's design and his wings. It just it feels kind of... It felt like a sci-fi channel television show. Yeah, kind of, I don't know what was up, but it felt cheap and... 
Well, I think even just the kind of the concept of having angels in Sleepy Hollow, as much as we, yeah, Maxwell, you talked about how close the show is to Supernatural at times. It does. I think. Okay, what I was saying. The the presence of um of angels in this series, it 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 does seem kind of seems out more out of place than other kind of fantastical creatures that we've had on this show. Is that fair to say? It was. It, I mean, Super Sleepy Hollow does weird things and crazy things, but it felt too weird and a bit too crazy for Sleepy Hollow even. And that's odd to say. I mean, I'm all for the the general concept of the show introducing angels because yeah, you sort of can't angels and demons go hand in hand, right? That's how it's always been. But the way it was done was just He's almost too regular human like to be Look, one of the monsters. He had like, an accent. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, like it just like he he almost re- reminded me more of like Falcon from Captain America: The Winter Soldier than an angel. Yeah, just like a dude dude wearing like a mech suit. Yeah. Made of wings. See, like when they like, do. Oh, oh cool! They... My wings work. I can pretend to be an angel now. Yeah, it's not normally grim monsters or actors like John Noble playing like demons, and this guy was bright and. It just I don't know. Well, it felt weird. I mean, maybe his brightness was intentional for like a juxtaposition between the grim actors who play the dark characters and his angelic nature. But there was just some some disconnect. It didn't work. What were your thoughts on the episode, yeah. Brandon? Clumsy. Um, it I just like Maxwell. I'm just like, uh, and then oh man, like it was really weird. I'll tell you what. My favorite person from this episode, excluding the last two seconds with um, Irving. Mm-hmm. Holly, he was the only person who felt like competent, <laughs> competent and consistent with like his character, and not and in no sense weird. Like, look at Jenny in this episode. What in the world? It's been six weeks, but it looks like it's been years. I mean, she's got like hair pumped up, like hanging out bars, right? Like, it, it felt like way out of place for her. Um, I, I like the idea of Ichabod trying to find like stuff going on rather than sit back and face the reality of where he's at and, you know, feeling like that's, you know, if he, if he doesn't have, if he isn't fighting spiritual demons and stuff, he has no purpose. That's kind of a cool conceit. I could care less about the headless horseman and even Katrina at this point, like just, Go, you two go run off in the sunset. There, like, there was, just, yeah. There let's was just a, do it. There was a point because I was live tweeting the episode where I wrote, "What if the like?" And it was like Katrina and the horseman just kind of chatting with each other. I just wrote, "What if these two just exploded?" Like, yes. I just, I don't. We don't need them. They don't seem to do well, anything except drag the show. No, down and they're like, point. and she's like trying to commit, like, "Oh, that's well, we can separate the human form from him." Like, I didn't even like him as a human. Yeah. Like, I didn't even like this. Like, I'm not, I'm not siding with these people. It's. They're just not, I mean, I, I don't, this is what I worry about with them, like, you know, bringing the horsemen into the group, and now they're like, you know, let's make a truce, don't kill nobody, okay? Um, all right, we're going to work on this spell to, like, you know, remove, and then what are they going to do, remove him, put him in the cast, have a love triangle, and then the horseman is just some random demon floating around, like, I don't understand where this goes i don't like that direction if it's something i mean I, I certainly wouldn't be against the horseman uh regaining some of his menace yeah if they yeah if they if they remove him from the horseman and then him and the horseman are side by side and the horseman then decapitates him and he really dies fine but i just yeah, i'm just not into the, those two well i would i was fine with katrina but because it's like gone so much toward abraham i just don't care anymore 
Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm very curious what the kind of overall plan is, which is, you know, part of what keeps the show going, I guess, for me. Where yeah. it's like, Meanwhile, they keep, they, they're keeping, like, you know, Orlando Jones and John Noble on the bench for the most part while we have to sit and, like, pitter-patter with, with this stuff. Orlando and, uh, Jones, who they removed from the opening credits, by the way, to, like, surprise No, us he was there. He but, was there. He was there on my broadcast. Okay. I, I was I was looking for that. He's very. It's very. They're very quick cuts now. Mm. But yeah, him and John Noble were both there on my broadcast. I know Noble was there. I saw Noble. Yeah, he's he was there. Like he's there right before Jenny. And yeah, I was. I saw. I was looking for that. But yeah, just I don't know. This it just. And then they set this the show up with the, what Orion was talking about. It's like, hey, if we want, we could be a procedural now. They said, oh, yeah, that's yeah. That seems like what they're trying to do, yeah. It's the only yeah. thing you can really do at this point, though. I mean, you defeat the the potentially what the big bad was, and it's like, well, now we need a new big bad. So I guess you got to keep scouring until you find whatever escape from purgatory <laughs> to be the yeah. The I thing, mean, the, the, the and that was that, that was against. it. That was what we built to with Moloch was standing in a circle, and John Noble stabs him. Well, I mean, we still have John Noble around somewhere, like yeah. And so, I mean, he he's really probably gonna be the big bad or whatever once he comes back. That's good, but it, yeah, it felt like we were starting a whole new season rather than the second half of season two as well. But yeah, it's just yeah, I was John was, Noble should lose his head and then walk around for the rest of the series holding his head in his hand. That would be cool. Yeah, I just I just was not feeling what they were delivering me. I guess I guess I'm just let down because even as I was, you know, not to be too redundant, like even when I wasn't crazy about the plot of a certain episode, I dug the production overall. And this was the first one where I was kind of like even eh on the production. Yeah, I like the final. I like the like the last the the basically the action portion of this episode, which is the, like the last several minutes. I yeah. Think. Well, I'll, maybe now Orlando Jones will finally get to like sword his way through a fiery hellhole. I just like even if he doesn't interact with any of the cast again, I just like the idea of him kind of wandering around the streets of Sleepy Hollow, being like a vigilante or something, just, not, <laughs> not, just getting into adventures, not knowing what he's doing, just like not remembering anything. Do you guys was it Maxwell? Was it Fringe where they had like some sort of people that kept like drinking milk all the time uh yes I, th- yeah because he was chugging milk and it like i was like are they going uh, there's i was like there's something i watched where people had to keep chugging milk to keep alive john noble is orlando jones yes the fringe spinoff <laughs> you're gonna cross over they're gonna cross over i would be okay with that <laughs> as far as my thoughts on the episode i mean i've already been kind of going into it but like yeah i th- i pretty much agree with you guys where it's like yeah this is a weird kind of new start to a second half of a season of a show where we didn't really need a new start we needed more (laughs) closure and more effective handling on what we thought was going to be the ultimate plot line instead we've gone to like this weird new direction um and we're just stuck with these characters there which it it boils down to katrina for me at this point because i really i don't she's not doing anything on this show (laughs) that makes it work and and it's not even just that she you know she's the female character because I think a lot of times in shows people will arbitrarily hate the female characters but this show has two fantastic rich uh, multi-dimensional female characters that they're not writing for and this other female character who is just bland and dour that they she, aren't that they she, are writing for and I just don't get it. They spent so much time on her casting a spell that did what? Yeah. Nothing happened with that, did it? No, no. Not that I recall as being something significant. 
<sighs> but they sat and they like they shot it like epically and had his voiceover with her speaking uh, Latin or whatever, and then nothing came of it. I don't know. Yeah, it's unfortunate because uh, you know we it's we we want to do this show, but like the the um the second season has not been the greatest. <laughs> And it's becoming more and more evidence as we get, you know, episodes that just actually aren't very good now. So, I mean, it's it's having the sophomore struggle, but I mean, some usually with a show, seasons like three through six will be like the best like seasons. Somewhere starting in like season three or four, and then run for like three seasons of just like pure elite greatness, and you know, it's fine. But like. How it, it depends on how big a hole you dig yourself with your sophomore slump, too. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, we're gonna have to see where this goes if we want to keep doing this on a weekly basis. Yeah, uh, because it's like we're putting a lot of work to talk about the show that we're really not digging all that much, and maybe we have to talk, you know, on a bi-weekly basis or a bi-monthly, bi-monthly basis. Well, let me let me ask you, gentlemen, this. Yeah. Based on the ratings, the buzz, the state of the fire network in the state of the show does it get a third season yes yes it does less less episodes but third season will be a short like season one type i, I think i can't help but thinking that that's what made the first season so enjoyable mm-hmm. besides I, the fact that it was fresh but it was fresh and you know surprisingly good but yeah it did help that it had a sense of urgency like i described it before it had a sense of like we could be canceled at any moment so let's keep this going uh-huh. yeah and this so, season it feels like I guess it's overconfidence, where it's like, well, we made this work the first time, guys, so let's just do yeah. what we want to do this time. But sometimes when you fix yourself for that third season, where, oh, it's good again, nobody comes back. Yeah. Like, the, like the um, show on AMC, The Killing, that improved in its third season and fourth, but no one came back because that second season, well, <laughs> the end of the first season ticked people off enough that, and the second season, that, you know, they're not coming back no matter how good someone says it is. So, But, um... Didn't it move to Netflix? It did go to Netflix for its fourth final. Yeah. It's like like six. There was it like four or five episodes for that, but because I mean third episode. I mean third season ended fine, but people wanted more closure. Is that is that the one with Peter Sarsgaard? That's the third. That's season. the third season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, but knowing, I mean, the, the ratings just did not come back. They dropped even further, but you know. Well. Plus, a lot of people were told it was canceled up front too, but then it came back, but. We got canceled twice. Like about yes. That, like it got canceled before the third season started. And then it got yes. come back, came back anyway. Anyway, but, I was right, leaving so, Hollow. Well, <laughs> if, if you had to pick your one favorite element of Paradise Lost, what would it be? I like that Abby was like standing up for herself and and just kind of the logic of of you know keeping Abraham around. I I, I like seeing that she, she's consistent in my eyes. <laughs> like, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. I have to say, I, I like that I still enjoy Abby and Ichabod scenes. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... And then I said, like, I actually enjoyed Holly in this episode. And I, and I said I like the like the action at the end. I like the fight yeah. between Orion and the, and the horseman. And, I, did like, and I, I liked Ichabod's kind of stealth jump behind Orion at one point. Where it was like, all right, I don't know how no one would have picked... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Max, what about you? Probably Holly. <laughs> I mean, like he's like consistently written and kind of charming, and I would almost not not that I really want it, but you know he could be a potential like if the particularly if the show is more popular, like a spinoff character. I did like the kind of yeah. putzing around with the egg thing, trying to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I want more Jenny adventures and not Jenny picking up bartenders. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, what do we think? What do we think things are going with with uh, with Irving? Since you know, since we like talking about him so much, and we actually got him you know back this episode, he clearly I seems hope like he's a little you know out of it. I hope it's something we can focus on and not like his uh, incarceration storyline. Do you think the idea is that he, like he like escaped from purgatory or whatever, or like like when Moloch was defeated, it like stopped his process of wherever he was going? Just, yeah, yeah, that. or thereabouts, yeah. Or maybe he's a horseman now himself. Oh. Or I like it transferred yeah. over once he killed the other horseman. I'll tell you this: that's the thing I'm most interesting to, interested to see develop. Or maybe he's possessed by Henry. And he'll have many mirror scenes of so you can get John Noble in there. Yeah, there exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, that's that's what I, that's what I like. Um, that's where that's what you know they they could. You know, all focus on that and this quick cuts to uh, Katrina and Abraham working on spells. Like, uh, is every is every monster something in the show that's vile and has killed friends and people around Katrina going to try to be like, no, but but we got to save them. They can be good. Well, given that Sleepy Hollow is the source of everything, I'm not surprised by every coincidence that takes place in the show. You're right. The only thing I'm surprised by is the lack of a Where's Morales hashtag campaign. Ugh. He's got. Oh, what, what show did he get cast on? He got cast on a show. Oh, well, there you go. It was, it was The Flash. Yep. He's going to be on The Flash. Oh, good. I'm so, who is? I'm sorry? The guy who played Luke Morales. Detective oh, Morales. Oh, I, I, I heard that, actually. Yeah, he is yeah. going to be on The Flash. All right. Tuesday, well, <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday night at 8 on CW. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere else we want to go on this episode of uh, Sleepy Hollow on Paradise Lost? No. All right. Then, uh, let's yeah, go. Look, 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 listeners. I, I, you know, I thank you for bearing with us just a little bit while we sort out our frustrations with the state of the show. But you know, we're gonna keep watching, and there's no new episode next week. But the week after, we'll be back and we'll reassess and see what the future of both Sleepy Hollow and the Icapod Cranecast is gonna be. Yeah, and uh, you know, we'll keep it up on the the Facebooks and whatnot. We'll get we'll get to that in a second, though. How about we go over what's going on next week or two weeks from now? So in two weeks on Sleepy Hollow, after the mysterious death of an art restorer at the Sleepy Hollow Historical Society soiree, the S H H S S. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I have that tattooed on my tush. Uh, Ichabod and Katrina are reminded of a dear friend from their past, Abigail Adams, guest star. Michelle Trachenberg. Who doesn't love Michelle Trachenberg? Meanwhile, Abby is shocked by someone's visit to the police precinct. I wonder who that could be. Luke Morales, of course. (laughs) (laughs) We're all (laughs) expecting it to be Irving, but it's Morales. They're like, oh, I'm shocked to see you, Morales. Because the fans demanded it. <laughs> so yeah, we'll finally uh, we'll get some we'll get Abigail Adams in this, in this next episode, and we'll see where things go. Or some some Michelle Trachenberg goodness. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. Harriet the Spy action on Sleepy Hollow. There you go. But yeah, that's what's going on next week or two weeks sorry, two weeks from now. Uh, that gap is so weird. Um, and I think that's it, guys. I mean, <laughs> much else we can talk about on this episode? Uh, so oh. I think that's going to bring us to the end of our tale this week in the Hollow. Uh, feel free to email us, ickapodcrankcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you're you know, still liking the show or if you have similar gripes about the second season as we are. Um, there's, of course, the Twitter page, twitter.com slash ickapodcrane, facebook.com slash ickapodcrane as well. And, of course, uh, iTunes, that's where you can find it. That's where you most likely found the show, if not on the HHW LED Podcast Network. 
but feel free to you know subscribe on iTunes and uh, leave us a star rating or review. Um, sorry, we're not the most enthusiastic about this week's episode. It just wasn't a great episode, so it's hard to be yeah. super excited to talk about it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the one thing I will say about our show. We're always going to keep it real. We're not going to be one of those fan podcasts that just loves everything. So, you know, we're genuine and authentic in our opinions. Yeah, that's why we got rid of the segment of who's cutest. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the, ship, the shipper section was uh, thrown to shore. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with all that, uh, I think that's going to do it. So until we get to, to next week's episode, which is titled uh, Petura Infamante, by the way, has to have a fancy title like that. So, yeah, that's it. So until next time, heads. Good morrow, y'all.